Hey, DeGrassholes. Uh, you're listening to Degrassi Knoll. This is T-Bone Paloma, and this is my co-host, Kid Friendly. This is Kid Friendly, Matt Campbell. I'm going to stop us right here and say that Paloma, even after we went over and game planned what she's supposed to say, oh. did not say, what? I guess, what would be the call line of the show. I didn't say hey, DeGrassholes. You, that's not the call line. Well, I don't even know if the term call line is right that I'm using it. It's supposed to go, hey, DeGrassholes. Blah, 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 whatever your name is. Uh-huh. You're listening to Degrassi Knoll, the one-stop shop for all things Degrassi and otherwise. Oh, I missed the one-stop shop. Because people want to know what they're listening to <laughs> and what they otherwise might be listening to as well. This is my second <laughs> uh, attempt and failure You're so sweaty at an intro. right now. I put you on the spot. This is not going well. <laughs> oh, God. This is not happening. This is not having a good time. No. All right. Uh, so uh, on this episode, Paloma and I are going to talk about episode... Uh, uh, nine, coming of age in episode ten, rumors and reputations. Rumors spelled with the, the O U. The O U showing us where this is filmed. It's very international. So let's start with coming of age, Paloma. Let's uh, start with our uh, our log lines. What would you say the log line of this is? Log line. Um, um, black kid has abandonment issues. I mean, that's more the log line <laughs> than it, it's been in the past. Uh, to go along with that, I would say. If you're clingy, it's not a good thingy. Oh, good. I think that's also a nursery rhyme. Yeah. But yeah. I guess what really happens in this episode is uh, Jimmy and Ashley are having some relationship problems because Jimmy keeps eating dinner at her house. Ashley feels suffocated. And for the B-plot, we have what probably, in my opinion, should have been the A-plot. I love the B-plot a I, lot. We should have a conversation about this because I thought that this should have been really what they led with. But it's about Emma becoming a woman. And having her moon blood. Mm-hmm. See, women are pushed to the back again for I a know. man's issue. Yeah, I would like to know who wrote this one. Maybe it was Yan Moore went, we got to get this out of the way. Right, right. Let's just have this girl having this big thing and we'll Ugh. deal with it. But let's, uh, let's and get... And I haven't seen a show like address it the way this show has before. Really? I don't yeah. know. I guess I don't watch a lot of like preteen shows. I watch a lot of like those, you know, teen girls, this is, preteen. Uh, this had like a very like unapologetic, yeah. strong guess... feminist message. Yeah, it And it did. wasn't just like, oh, like, normally when I've seen, it like, did. teen shows address period issues or, like, you read about it in books. Yeah. It always just like, oh, this is embarrassing. Oh, you're becoming a woman. How great. Yeah. And a little embarrassing moment. But this is, like, another message behind it about, like, yeah. I'm not ashamed. Yeah. F you. It, it, it made a thing that would otherwise be embarrassing a thing that might have might get Emma some dick later yeah. on. Yeah. It wasn't just, like, a little cute story. Yeah. It had some strength behind it, it yeah, which I it loved. Yeah, it was... This, this was a pretty good episode in terms of building for the future. Yeah. So I thought so. But like, uh, this is a, you brought something up that I think is a good time. It's a good thing to talk about before we get into the, the nitty and the gritty is this is like a, a specifically like almost a preteen show. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of directly aimed, I think, preteen shows that are that big. No. Like I think I can think of teen shows all the time. You can think of your Dawson's, your, right. your Ock, your OC. Exactly. You can think of your Gilmy Girls. And those are like, played by like adults like yeah. older like 20 something year olds like, playing like yeah. 15 16 year olds yeah. but because they look older they can like deal with adult yeah. issues and so like this is like sort of sexy this is sort of a weird show that's like in the middle of being it's like it's portrayed by children but it's also like i don't even know how to put it exactly it's like not portrayed girl, by children it's like a juicy yeah sorry it's like juicy juice like 100 mm-hmm. percent juice for 100 percent kids for it's, kids by kids yeah this is like fubu bubka <laughs> 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 or fkbk uh, how do you spell that yeah fuck buck. <laughs> fuck. 
this is a real fuck buck we've got here. And like, there's not a lot of things that are really like that. I can only think of things that are on like Nickelodeon that are like, um, and they're very tame. Like you won't yeah. really like see raw period blood on like a Disney I or Nickelodeon on, uh, show. I think I saw that on iCarly one time. <laughs> not on Lizzie McGuire. No. Like they'll handle no. it in a very like yeah. cute and wrap it up I in guess a bow. That's kind of why I guess Degrassi goes there. Cause it's they like. They speak down to their audience. That's a really good way to put it. They don't. They speak across to them. Yes. Not up. Yes. No. It's directly across. Yeah. But let's get, let's get into this. So. We start with just Jimmy, Terry, and Ashley walking to school. We find out that it's Jimmy's 14th birthday pretty soon. Parents throwing him a lobster dinner. Lobster dinner. As he said, lobster's no big deal. Just throw it in the pot. Which sounds like nothing any 14-year-old would (laughs) want to do is spend time with his parents and eat lobsters. But like... is let's I don't want to spoil the ending of this already, but like, do you think Jimmy was really ever expecting a lobster dinner? Or was he just putting a like... Pasha. Like, my family does it up for my birthday. Um, I think, like, I mean, his family is supposed to be, like, very wealthy. Mm-hmm. I think he's hoping for a lobster dinner. I feel like he probably has the kind of family that, because they always let him down, when they do show up, they show up, like, and they go hard. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like when they would come through, they'd have, like, everything. Lobster yeah. and, like, front row tickets to, like, yeah. whatever. It's, like, I feel like a lot of, to make par- up for all a lot of parents, I think, do that with, like, you make up for whatever you make up for like emotion. simple moments yeah the simple moments with grand like gestures moments. like exactly. this house was dope when we see it yeah, it looks like, like a cool apartment condo. yeah but also why is ashley walking i mean why is terry walking to school with them i felt like that was a little bit you know it's like their crew i guess right? but like i don't want to third she's perpetually <laughs> a third wheel every single morning of her life and she's not getting driven around even with um even with uh uh page and ashley she's the third wheel yeah <laughs> she like doesn't have her own best friend yeah i don't think i've seen ash i've seen in, up till now i haven't seen ashley have a one-on-one conversation with yeah, anybody no. it's either herself talking in the mirror right pretending she has a mustache <laughs> <laughs> like a weird sort of uh i don't even want to go on with this bit or like her with just Ashley and the crew. Mm-hmm. But like I, I like Terry. She's growing on me. She's growing on me too. She's yeah. She was good in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh yeah, and they also mention how he's been over at like well. Terry brings up to Ashley, yeah. like, aren't you so excited? You're going to Jimmy's place? Like, yeah. Meeting his finally. parents. He, like, really wants you there. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, finally, because he's been over my place every mm-hmm. single day, like, for the past week. And change. Week yeah, and, and change. One. It was eight days, right? That's a lot. That's a lot. As an, ad- as an adult male, that, even for, like, me being like, oh, it's really not that big a deal that this mm-hmm. happens, even if we don't know the, like, the extenuating circumstances to why he wants to spend time, that is a lot of days. That's a lot. To spend with... A significant other's family. Exactly. Like, yeah. He I misses would, that family time for himself. He does. I mean, that is why we are getting. We're kind of in the end here. And but, then we uh, we see too that like he also. It's not just about Ashley. Like he has a close bond with her family, and like they really love yeah. him. I love the relationship between him and Toby. Yeah, it was so cute. It was so nice because like we could be just reaching into this because we have a Degrassi podcast, so <laughs> we need to make these characters more interesting for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But like. The way Toby was looking up to Jimmy in some of those scenes was sort of like Toby is not getting 
uh, like he desperately wants a, a real brother. Yeah. It seems like, and also it's coming from like the fact that Toby's coming from like a, a destroyed family. And he's also an only child, and Jimmy's yes. also an only child too. Yeah. So they both come from that kind of like household, and now they're like, oh wow, I have a family. Yeah. I have this cool, and his big brother is like the coolest guy in school. I mean, yeah, Jimmy really is. You saw him playing basketball yeah. with that eight foot hoop, <laughs> teaching him the special move that he needs to master by yes. the next morning. And I think it's nice too that like. Jimmy doesn't need to be, like, nice to Toby because, no, like, he's not actually related to Ashley. I don't think Ashley really gives a fuck no. about Toby that much. No, not really. But it just, like, goes to show, like, what a nice guy he is yeah. and how lonely he is. And It makes yeah. you think this, then. Does Jimmy... Lo- I guess Jimmy does really love Ashley, but does he love being part of a family more stability. than Stability. Yeah, like, yeah. the stability of the whatever, the Kerwin-Toby Jones clan. Right. His name's less name is that Jones. Is, is it, it Jones? No, it's Toba- not. No, Tobias. You're thinking of J.T. York, I think. Yeah, J.T. York. Yeah, no, I don't Tiberius know. What, I don't fucking care what Toby's last <laughs> name is. He's just like a character from Little Bill or oh, something no, like that. Little I don't know. I haven't thought of I'm, Little Bill in so long. I mean, I don't think anybody will ever like bring it up again. Well, when we do it's our Little Bill ruined. podcast, we will. Whoa, can we can we talk about yeah, yeah like, on a whole other level? Yeah, like how <laughs> Little Bill co- is no that will never be seen again. Yeah, ever in by the children. Cosby Fallout, we lost the Cosby Show, which is one of like the greatest sitcoms ever. We lost, I guess, Fat Albert, which is like a super important cartoon. Not that anyone really watches it anymore. But like Little Bill, Little Bill. was like a staple of, yeah. Nick, of Nickelodeon. Of, of what was it? What was Kid Nick Jr. Nick Jr. Yeah. Like, God. We lost the other show, Cosby, the one just entitled Cosby. We're the real victims. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one too? The one uh, Different Worlds. Oh yeah, Different world I guess, God too. I think the spinoffs are, and I think the things that he executive produced are safe. You sure? Because he's still know. making I, money off of it, right? I if guess, but he probably has like stocks and yeah. like Coca Cola. Yeah, he's so well, rich. It doesn't like, even matter. Yeah, he's like a he's like a scary Dracula. Rest in peace, little Bill. You're dead. <laughs> oh man, we have to we have to figure out a. <laughs> Why did he figure, do like everything? <laughs> I don't know, man. How does a person like that? brainchild little bill <laughs> like the nicest little boy with a uh, with broken ass teeth i can't and a nice family that loves school he's in kindergarten and they tried bringing back like uh fat albert in like the aughts the early aughts remember they did like keenan thompson he'd be oh, the live yeah, action the version TV, yeah the i bet you if like this wouldn't have happened they would have tried to like reboot it again as hollywood constantly tries to like reboot things oh yeah i could I could maybe see, yeah, maybe in like 10 years or yeah. something like that. But now it's dead. It's dead. Unless they want to do like a super dark Fat <laughs> no. Albert. No, it's like, not the time. Like a Chirac version oh of Fat God. Albert. Oh, Let's get back right. to Degrassi. We, we have a lot. Our little Bill. We'll, talk, we'll, get our, we'll get our Cosby fix elsewhere yeah. and our little Bill fix. Um, let's keep it going. Uh, so She's we, getting smothered. Right. She is getting smothered. We can agree on that. She's um, not really that excited to hang out anymore. She's talking to the girls like, "I need a girls' time, Jimmy. Yeah. Like, why don't you go play football?" Yeah, even though he's a basketball, even he's a basketball player. Something that I thought was well, he legitimately was holding a basketball in his <laughs> hand, and she told him to go play football. Just go, just leave me. This is what this is like. This is boy stuff. I don't know any <laughs> of this. You have you go play football. But yeah, did you agree with her? Like. Yeah, that's a lot of time. That is a lot, that's of, time. A lot of time. But all shouldn't she, she should know like why this is her man. She can she should understand why, but 
you should still set kind of boundaries. It's not her fault yeah, that, like, not. you know what I'm saying? And she yeah. shouldn't have to deal with it just because, like, he's going through his That's issues. True. But she should be understanding and kind of maybe approach him from, like, oh, I need, yeah. need some girl time. I need yeah. some family time. I need to miss you. Instead of saying it behind his back. It's totally true. To the girlfriends and to her little brother who's yeah. very tight with him. I and do feel, though, that that happens sometimes. Like, yeah. I still feel like that happens even as adults. Yeah. Like, I was going to chalk this up to this is, the like, the little problems you have when you first start dating and mm-hmm. you don't really know anything and how it works. But also, but like this, there's still a lot of a lot of back talk that happens in relationships. You probably shouldn't do it in front of your little brother. Yeah, <laughs> in front of your in front of your man's young, like pretty much his son. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna exactly, say that Jimmy exactly. is his father now. That's Ooh, how he looked up to him. His little nephew. I think Toby kind of looked to Jimmy as a baby duckling will look to a toaster that it first meets, I felt and like... that it will just uh, cling to it and be its mommy for. <laughs> oh no. Poor, poor Toby. I'm sick of Toby. No, I'm and then even, like, I feel like when Toby's hearing this, like, back talk that Ashley is saying, like, I feel like he's more hurt about this than anyone. I mean, there's the amazing bit of him dropping a plate yeah. <laughs> yeah. when he hears when he hears this news, like, the camera racks focus to Toby. He's it's just, just shocked. It's nothing on the plate either. It's mm-hmm. also, like, plastic, so it didn't actually shatter. And then there comes to later on with that point where, um, like, Ashley even brings up the idea of maybe breaking things off yeah and then he just drops to the floor yeah. after their conversation in the yeah. locker room and like the camera just like pans on his like sad face oh looks God. like he's gonna shed a tear it's crazy it's like more about him than mm-hmm. it is about the other two it really i mean this kid is clearly in <laughs> so need lonely. of some sort of supervision oh i read uh, my log line should be two lonely men what <laughs> two lonely men <laughs> instead of like oh what was one. your first log line like uh abandonment issues Wait, what? No, what was your logline at the beginning? What was what it? Because it? It was... you're saying two lonely men. I don't think lonely men was in your original logline. No, it was like uh, a black kid gets abandonment. Yes. Suffers abandonment Okay, issues, so the logline is But in like a just... reversed okay, way now. So the logline is two lonely men. Two lonely men. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't make any <laughs> sense at all. I don't I'm understand tired. what's happening. It's a late Friday. It's a late Friday. In mid-April. <laughs> that's, what we sh- that's the logline for this show, a late Friday in mid-April. Uh, what else do I, let me check my notes here. I shouldn't have written so small. I have a difficult time reading my own handwriting sometimes because it's too neat. And I think that someone else wrote it and I second guess myself. So I want, well, when she comes home at one point and she tells him like, tonight's my girl night. I'm yeah. hanging out with, um, Terry, like can't come over. One-on-one girl night. One-on-one girl night. And then he comes, she comes home and sees him hanging out with Toby again. Yeah. And then he's definitely like included to dinner. Mm-hmm. And they, they completely bypass her. Yeah. And Toby's just like, hey, mom, can he join? So even when she politely yeah. asks him for some space, he's still intrudes. That would push me over the edge. Me too. To be honest, just like, if, if I don't even like it when people that I'm really, really good friends with that don't come to my house eight days in a row show up at my house no. unannounced. Yeah. But this is a different time. This is a time before texts. Oh, like, maybe you could just walk down the street if you're close. You go, hi, Mrs. Carwin. That's true. And I mean, get some home cooking. To think about it at that time, too, like, uh, I mean, I used to hang out with my friends every single yeah. day after school, and it was, like, the same crew, like, the same, like, three girls. Come to, th- come to think about it, I did the same thing, not to a girlfriend, but to one of my best friends for, I would say, 90 days in a row. Yeah. No, like, I basically, like, lived at my friend's parents' house. Maybe we're totally wrong about this. <laughs> Maybe this is Do very we, normal. We need to really think. Maybe this is hyper-normal and Ashley's crazy. Maybe she's just harsh. Yeah, no, no. Now that I actually think about, like, who I was at that time yeah. in seventh grade, like, we'd always go to um, one of our friend's house after school and if wait till the parents come to pick name, you up. you just say Engineer Dan. Engineer Dan's house after school. Yeah. 
and wait for like our parents to pick us up yeah. because you know we get out we're like two or three yeah. from like the age of from like ninth grade till 12th grade i went to engineer dan's house i would say four days a four week four days a week yeah. and then i would just walk home to my house and then like my weekend sleepovers yeah, I would sleep over at Engineer Dan's house pretty much any... I would... I, that was the person's house that I would sleep over when I was drunk and didn't want to go home. Yeah. And I would just show up and be like, hey, I'm drunk. The I'm, kid with the cool parents. The parents weren't cool. I just... <laughs> or the kid with the absentee parents. <laughs> they were there, but they would never really speak to me. Engineer Dan's parents were very... Uh, I don't know. For people that I saw every day and they would drive me to school, must have said 10 words to them for like the eight years I was friends with their son. But he had a, a bedroom that was like, he had like a third floor, weirdly. Yeah. It was like at first floor, second floor. And then there was like, um, almost like a, I want to say like a, would have been a greenhouse yeah, upstairs, like but a, it was his bedroom. Oh, nice. So I would go up there and there was a stairway that from the outside that led right there, which is not a thing that a 15 year old kid should have because no. you could sneak in and sneak out. Yeah. And I would sneak in and sneak out of my friend engineer Dan's house. What I get from all of this is that tweens and teens are like insanely needy. Yes. And Ashley's so just like very mature for her age. Maybe. She must be. But she's because all... at this age, I'm like, nope, can't see the same people. Like, yeah. More than a couple times a week, I will go crazy. Yeah. See, I am sort of the, the opposite. I'm still sort of like a Jimmy Brooks. When Are I you? make a when I make a friend, I want a person to hang out with all Every the time. Every day? Every day. I got my girlfriend at home, Engineer Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and I want my best friends. Uh, like I was just saying to my actual girlfriend, Raya, recently. Yeah. It's like, you know what I really miss? Just like, I want to go to Burger King. Hey, you want to come to Burger King with me? And then just go to Burger King. Yeah. I miss it. I remember even in college going like to the KFC around like the, the dorms and yes, like sitting yeah. there with like some people, like some coworkers. I did that with you one time. Yeah, I'm sure we did it. Yeah. And like just sitting there for like hours and like mm-hmm. bullshitting. And we were like of age at that point. Yeah, when you're adults. I think you know what it is? I think it's like once you're in like the workforce. You're exhausted. You get that, it takes that toll on you. It does. You just don't want to deal with anyone. Yeah, you kind of want your own time yeah. because you're like, so I don't put even, upon. I live with some of my closest friends, and I yeah. don't even chill with them every day. And yeah. They're like right next to me. They're yeah. like a door down. When I was a sophomore and lived with Engineer Dan, we lived with four other guys. All oh, named I was there. <laughs> I yeah, was there, there all the time. And like it I was, was your it was mate. every single day for a year, and it was every like hours and hours and hours of us spending time together. And I never got sick of it yeah. one time. And I, I feel... and I had a girlfriend that I was trying to have sex with. Yeah, and no. Stuff, like it didn't bother me at all. Also, I used to come to your place unannounced all the time because yeah, I, I would just be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I would just be, I didn't, didn't matter who was there. If it was you or, or your girlfriend or, like, anyone. Or any of my roommates that you Or any know. of your roommates. <laughs> I would just, like, text you guys and be like, hey, is anyone home? Because yeah. you guys were on my way home. Yeah. And you'd be like, I'm not, but, like, I'll be there in an hour. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, you and Raya would do that all the time. I was so sad when you moved to Astoria and there was, like, one month that, like, well, we I were, was still in Brooklyn. Well, when we moved from... Yeah, that's true. It's Stytown. There was like there, there was like a two month gap before like I moved to Queens. Yeah. Where I was like, hey, I'm gonna stop by their place. Oh wait, they're not here. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry. They're on the other side. Yeah, we had left in June and it took you to like August or something yeah. to move out. So I guess you know Ashley's wrong. Ashley's wrong. We have to. This makes no sense. Engineer Dan, start from scratch. Also, We're like, gonna redo why, the intro. This is all wrong. Also, why wouldn't you want to chill with your boyfriend every day at that age? Because that's that kind of like puppy love where you want to yes. see them all the time. What is happening right now? This is, we yeah, went full love. 180. I mean, even like like when oh I started my, my latest relationship, yeah. when we f- first started dating, it was just like we wanted to do everything to yeah. the, like hang out with our friends together. Yeah. Like it was nonstop. And it was more of like a conversation like, oh, is it normal for us to like not? Like yeah. that was the combo. Not like... 
like, or yeah. this is too much. Typically the conversation when we get into like a real relationship, it's like, Hey, we kind of, when is to, enough? When, when, when maybe we should, maybe we should figure out a way to take time to see other people right. too, just cause our r- friendships are all done. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Ashley, you suck. <laughs> you suck. You're wrong. You've got this nice boyfriend who loves your brother. Your mom loves him. Yep. He shows up to your house. He leaves, he makes it so you don't have to spend time alone with Terry. And he's lonely. And he's lonely. And he's <laughs> handsome. He's got a nice afro. And he's rich. And he's rich. You're a fool. Also, he has like his own apartment, basically, since his yeah. parents are always working. So exactly. They Why have like they... a baller place to like yeah, why were they going to, uh, to go back a few episodes, if this is the case, why were they going to have sex in Ashley's house when his house is always open? I think he wants, like, that, her mom's dinner after, like, that comfort <laughs> food. <laughs> like, That's why, disgusting. Because, you know, he, he was talking about, like, how much he, like, he needs that, like, family after he There's needs a, the jism and the there, pie. There was that close-up when he said, Miss Crow, I need your home cooking. And then he yeah. did a full 360 lick lip. <laughs> it was like a cartoon almost. Like I think that's a exactly cartoon it. cartoon snake. It was gross. He wants the best of both worlds. Yeah. His mom, his girlfriend, his little brother. Hey, if the, Good food. If you find the right sex. girl, she's all three of those she's people. Not. <laughs> <laughs> little brother like shoot yeah. hoops and play video games. Yeah. So when I, wow, that is the perfect combo. <laughs> yeah, mom, sister, little brother, <laughs> little turtle-like brother. And doesn't she at one point even refer to him like, oh, I don't need another like... Uh, sort of brother hanging yes, around. Yeah. So she's like getting like friend zoning. She didn't mean him a it little. as a black thing though. <laughs> I, I took it that way. I don't even know the brother hanging around. <gasps> oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> well, probably because she didn't mean it that way. But they end up having a big fight at his house when he she comes over for his birthday. Yeah. Because he's expect he's saying hey we're getting some lobster we're getting some lobster sauce we're getting yep. lobster tails lobster flambe we're getting all the lobster, lobster. dip lobster dip. I don't know what else there would be. Other lobster things. We're getting mm-hmm. fake lobster. Fake lobster. Lobster for days. Gets there. Go get Chinese. We're not mm-hmm. here. We're not. We're... No, it's not Chinese. It's Antonio. The I thought pizza he guy. asked her first, though. Oh, you want to get some Chinese? That. It's probably very like exotic in Canada. <laughs> you want some Chinese? Girl? I think there are a lot of Chinese in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess that might be true. There, there are a ton. There are a ton of Chinese people. In I Canada. feel like exotic in Canada is like Mexican food or any Latin American food because yeah. there's like the Asian population is when, like massive. When I went to Niagara Falls, everybody was Chinese. Yeah. Even me for that <laughs> one day. <laughs> Your Japanese side. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fit in a but that was Chinese on this day. That was Chinese. But they end up having a fight because Jimmy bring all these things come to the surface and he mm-hmm. goes, "Hey, you just gonna dump me? Then just dump me. Get it out of the way, right. Miss Carwin." Because Toby's like kind of giving him some advice, like, "Hey, yeah. dude, it's, this is a little too much." Let's sit. Yeah. Let's sit. Bro. I don't think it's too much, but she does. Yeah, this is why I don't like Toby. Because like Toby is inserting himself in someone else's life in a way that is hurting everybody. <laughs> he's he he's like a hero. But he's looking up for his bro. Yeah, he but want, he's he wants to keep him, so he's telling him not like she's gonna leave your ass, but if you continue this, like oh, I'm gonna she lose might. You. Yeah, I'm gonna lose you, and I don't want that. So like, fix it. I guess. I guess he just doesn't know either. He's a little boy. He's, he's a like little 12 boy. years old. He doesn't know anything works. Yeah. I just think of the reasonable thing to do would be like, hey, you want to hang out not in my house? That's true. Maybe you want, to, maybe you want to do that. Uh, but they end up having a, a tiff. They break mm-hmm. up. And then the next day at school, they get back together. They hug. Which I thought, they hugged, which I thought I was waiting for a big wet one. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I thought that was really kind of realistic because that was a fight that was so clearly based in just the heat of the moment. And miscommunication. And miscommunication that I became a fan of them way like twice as hard when they recovered. Yeah. 
I'm there are issues where them talking to other people instead of talking to, to themselves. each other. That's exactly. the log line, Paloma. Oh. Talk to your spouse, not to your friend in the blouse. Talk to your spouse instead of kicking out of him out of the house. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. Um, oh, and then something I caught that wasn't really like dealt with or anything that didn't really mention. They said that uh, he told her that he loved her. Has yes. that been said before? I don't know. I think that they might have said it. And or... she didn't respond. Oh, but she did, just gave him that like pity hug, like, "Oh, I know you do." I think he, I think they've said it already. They were gonna have sex. Oh, that's true. You they, say, they're like, mature. They're mature. Do you think they they boned yet? No. No. Well, they would have made an episode about it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> That'd be where they <laughs> we would whole, have known. They first. have the whole same arc, but it happens with sex <laughs> at the end. All right, we gotta get to B. Okay, let's get Engineer to B. Engineer Dan's putting up the B sign right now. Yeah. Which was. You're going to have to take the rain on this because I never, this never happened to me. So, uh, the beginning of the episode, Emma's acting like super like huffy, Mm -hmm. like she's just huffing and puffing and like mad about astrology and like throwing chairs and like just really like crazy. And then she gets home. (laughs) throwing chairs. (laughs) She's she's, like slamming the chairs as she's getting out of the classroom. Yeah. And then when she goes home, she's like the complete opposite and is like crying over this like soap opera and her mom's like, let's spend my tips this weekend. Let's go shopping. Her mom, very similar (laughs) to Jimmy Brooks's parents. Right? (laughs) Like that was the thing that stuck out to me. Emma has this like existential crisis because about about astronomy, she's like, we're just little specks in the universe. Mm -hmm. She goes, you know what I do when I think about stuff like this? I go shopping. Let's go shopping. Yeah, I blow my tips. And then at that point, I forgot that she was actually like a hairstylist and I thought that she was a stripper. Oh, yeah. I, I think when I hear tips, I go stripper, hairstylist. Barber, Barber. teacher, <laughs> and then porn star. And um, so then they do go shopping. She gets Emma all these cute clothing. But you can already tell in the beginning, I was like, oh, typical Emma, because I forgot this episode. I was like, being such a bitch, like being yeah. so rude to everyone. Then I was like, no, now she's crying. She doesn't do that. It's her period. Yeah, it's got to be, which is a bit. So she's in seventh grade. She's in seventh grade. She's 11 or 12. That's totally age appropriate. It that's is. like 12 is like the average age. It's not too early. It's not too late. Like yeah. there's nothing Dead wrong with that. Dead set right in the that. middle. Yeah. Good for totally her. Totally average. Good for her. Very regular woman, that Emma. Very regular. Um, and then the grossest thing is, so before she gets her period, her yeah. mom, they do that retail therapy and they run into oh this creep. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll say it just because I don't want you to it. have to I say it. I want you to say it in like that weird nasty tone that he oh says no in. i'm trying to find okay so this guy is waiting in the mall the the, the two nelson girls are having a good old time mm-hmm. what a time it is and he looks at them and he's wearing a suit for some reason and he just looks at their ice cream cones and goes <laughs> i'd like a lick of that <laughs> <laughs> which makes me believe this dude dresses up to go ogle women yeah wasn't he in like a suit He's wearing a suit and a matching tie. It's like a fucking <laughs> so Saturday gross. or whatever day of the week so it is. So gross. It's disgusting. Um, and then Spike actually, instead of just ignoring and walking yeah. away, she confronts this guy yeah. and is very like, how dare you do that? What did you really mean by this? Yeah. And then he's caught off guard. Oh, no, I just wanted to say that's not what you meant. Mm-hmm. You're being a dick. You're, get out of here. Get out of here. Asshole. <laughs> And then Emma, of course, is like super embarrassed. But Spike's like, no, you shouldn't be embarrassed. We did nothing wrong. He was the asshole. Yeah. He made, what was the line that I I like actually took to heart? I'm like, that's a really good way to put it. She's like, it makes us 
feel bad and scared or something? Yeah, like he's make, he made us feel uncomfortable. He made us feel scared. Yeah. Uh, he's intimidating. It's like, I shouldn't have to like take this just because yeah. I'm a female. That's one of my biggest fears is that I ever make anybody feel scared. Even like a, a small child. In a slight way. In a slight way. Because I'll say that line and this guy says all the time. And oh. I don't want anybody to respond <laughs> Overhearing it. I mean, I get it. I'm just going to say I get it. You see women, sometimes you just want to say Ow. the grossest, most inappropriate thing. Keep that in. Also, I think mm, you have to be a disagree. certain type of asshole to do that in front of a mother and her child. You have to be the biggest asshole. Yes. Like, Emma is clearly a child. She's like a little girl. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember, like, growing up, like, in, like, there were certain blocks around my neighborhood that I would, like, totally avoid. Or, like, you knew if you walked down, like, all the guys yeah. would say stuff. But in a weird, like, it, they're terrible. But in a weird yeah. way, they, like, would never do it if I was with my father. Right? Mm. In Brooklyn. So there was a line of respect. Yeah. Like, when I was with a man... Yeah. I could walk down this As block with be. all of these boys and nothing would happen. But the one time that didn't happen, I remember I was oh, no. like 15 or, or 14 or 15. Yeah. I went to Italy with my dad. Oh, And no. there was just no respect. Because I'm like still a kid. I'm dressing like a kid. Yeah. I mean, I'm a teen, but I wasn't that developed. I'm still yeah. not. <laughs> Growing up gaudy. Yeah. Then. And I'm like clearly with a much older man who is my father. Yeah. And these men are like walking, trying to like grab my hand, saying oh like, my God. like all this, like the Italian stereotypes of like, yeah. you know, them hitting on you in the streets, the which, which I knew were real. But an Italian, like, from the country, not, like... I know. <laughs> they were Calzone boys. Calzone boys, yeah. But it was just, like, to me, I'm like, wow, there's just, like, no respect. I'm with my father. I know. That's so fucked up. I so. can't believe that. I've heard stuff about that. Yeah. Are we being... I've never experienced that in the States too much yeah. when my dad was there. Well, it's because we're both very xenophobic also. You should <laughs> let that know that we don't think very kindly about men from other <laughs> countries no, or places. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I think that guy had to be, like... a to do that with a little girl there. Yeah, that guy's cool. a real creep. And then he, when he got shamed, he kind of just walked away. Which is, I guess like, that's whatever. all What can you do? A bunch of time to find a younger girl and a, and, a, and like a mom who doesn't care and yeah. just takes it. But I was like, yes, Spike. I yeah, loved it. She that was, was so great. awesome. I'm all about that. This is why this should have been the A plot. I know. Like, it actually had, it was both kind of an interesting story and it had a good message. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like, oh, Jimmy. And a different message. I don't yeah. know. I didn't really hear that when I was younger. Don't be ashamed of yourself. Don't be ashamed. Like, they're the dicks. You know, yeah, don't totally. be embarrassed. Don't run away. Like, no, they should be embarrassed for acting yeah, like Yeah, way to go, Degrassi. Yeah, so it was I, 2001. I really this is a very years ago. Time. And it was a children's show, too. Yeah. So we, we, we cut back to, uh, to them at school, I guess on Monday or a few days later. Mm-hmm. And Emma's modeling her nice clothes. She and the... Her chinos, that her she chinos. said. Her chinos. Her and, the, in so long. her and the grade sevens are all sunbathing for some reason. <laughs> yeah, with their sweaters with on. With sweaters on, because it's probably like early March or something <laughs> when they're filming. And then this Emma... This is Canada. They got to take it when they get it. Take they got to take Can, that's sun. the Canadian national saying, Canada, you got to take it when you get it. <laughs> but um, Emma's got to get up. She sees her, her hottie McDottie, Sean, mm-hmm. and she... And then the thriller in Manila, Manny, oh, Manny. says, no, 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 no. You, you fucking period everywhere. Uh, <laughs> fucking sit down. Sit down. Don't walk with him. Don't take his invite. Don't. I can smell it. It's gross. Oh. She says, don't. Oh, this is also the first time I found out Manny was like Filipino, not Latino. So yes. I was really sad because they yes. make a reference to her being, well, I mean, it's great. But like, I always assume I was like, oh, she's a Latina like me. Yeah. Manuela Santos. No, but sorry. She's the thriller in Manila. Yeah, she's the thriller in Manila. I love her. Love her. I, she's get, she gets such little screen time in the show. Whenever she does, I go, you're just so helpful and nice. I know. You're never, kind. ever bad. Never. I love her. I'm glad she becomes like 
kind of the star later yes. on. <laughs> I'm glad that she kind of usurps Emma She's as amazing. that. But they go to the bathroom. They're freaking out. Emma does not know what to do. And they show this giant period stain, Ugh. which is also something you don't really see much. Dan's putting up his fist to indicate <laughs> the size of it. Dan's got a very small fist, though. Put both of them together. It's red, and she's wearing those the chino skirt. Uh, what exactly is a chino? So I think it just means khaki. Oh, I'm but like a nice pair of chinos. Yeah, I, I think know. those are chinos. But that word was like constantly used at that time yeah. in like the '90s, and like no one says it. The only time I, I ever heard the term chino, aside from you just now, is an episode of Life and Times of Tim. When a prostitute tells that. Tim that he would look good in a nice pair of chinos, chinos. and dockers. <laughs> <laughs> or chinos and boat shoes, she says. So <gasps> now I know what they are. Mm-hmm. So right. uh, they get to the bathroom. Manny goes to go and get like stuff for Emma, supplies. And who walks in? Paige. But Queen Paige with good help yes. for once. She is the most like feminine yeah, she's boobs. Woman of Degrassi. Mm, yeah. In, in attitude and like she's like uber. I'd say she's uber. I was going to say she's uber femme. Yeah, she's uber femme. Blasting us with, with femme. She has sparkle those. sparkle eyeshadow. And she, and had bl- she had blue glasses and like a blue mink coat on. Yeah. Like no, she, I actually had those glasses. They were from really? Claire's and because they have the little rhinestone decals oh, on the okay. corner. Where'd you, where do you get a blue coat like that? You kill a... Uh, uh, Oh, remember. limited too, duh. Oh, I thought it was like Paul Bunyan's ox <laughs> that she killed. <laughs> no, back in the day, like Paige totally shopped at Claire's and limited too. Completely. I don't believe like you. you walk in there, it's like a glitter fur rainbow bomb. I bet it smelled weird. Everywhere. No, it smelled amazing. I don't like it. I don't like like pungent smells. Oh my I god. I like a nice tranquil. It was just like pure tween girl. It was like the best store ever. The best smell is when you walk into a Staples and you go, "There's paper here." <laughs> this That's what I look for. But she ends up giving her, was it a mini pad? No, a maxi pad. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. But I don't even know what a mini pad is. I've never heard of that. Because Emma goes like, oh, is that a maxi pad? And she's like, no, it's a mini pad. I know they they make slim fit tampons. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if this Ooh. is TMI. No, well, I'm not. I can deal with TMI. I don't really. You, you did the motion of shoving it up there when you said that. <laughs> so, and you, I, you like even like kind of corked a little I actually bit. don't see slip fit tampons in stores, so I don't know if they still make it, but when I was a little girl, I used to read like my like YM magazine yeah. and like people, like teen people, they used to talk about like when you get your period, like if you're like very slight, if you're like a small girl, they like had slip fit tampons. Mm. So I think maybe that's what a mini pad is. Maybe. That version of a... Maybe they just didn't want to be very... (laughs) <laughs> like they wanted to be discreet and not say no Emma this is for people with tiny pussies <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the line I've like never seen a mini pad in my life yeah I was gonna or heard of that is. but yeah. I have heard of slim fit I feel like that's really difficult to put that on your I feel like that's something your mom should be there to help you with like just as a little what do, is that usually a the pad case? is super easy oh it was just a pad right it yeah. wasn't a tampon oh tampon is super hard yeah the, your first time then it's like the best thing in the world once you go team pa- team tampon <laughs> I'm you gonna never remember. go back <laughs> polo polo was it? yeah it's a putting a tampon is the best it's thing the in the best world. thing in the world that's great it like gets rid of all periods you're just free yeah you can do anything it's you can play can. volleyball in like white shorts yeah you can high five your friends exactly <laughs> you jump go to the beach or my bikini. You're selling them pretty well. I think. No, I wish once I could you do go it. tampon, you never go back to pad ever. Once you go tampon, I don't want to do this. <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that was my my team tampon. No, I asked you. It was. Um. So yeah, and then it has wings. She said that it had wings. Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> that's what I said. You have to move on. You go back. Sorry. To the tip to the mini pad. I'm like obsessed. Is that with like this. a note you put that it has wings? <laughs> Um, 
So yeah, so she saves her. She saves her. Um, but then Manny also comes back with a big pair of gym shorts. Yes. I've seen girls. I remember seeing girls doing that. Like when I was in uh, middle school, like girls did not expect it, and then they would be like, there were lots of uh, sweaters tied around oh. weird parts of the bodies. Yeah, that would be really rough. Would do, I'm not gonna ask you about yours. And no, had, I wore a uniform, and our uniform material was like very like thick skirt, very oh, loose. Okay. Yeah. So there was just no way. You would have even noticed anybody's. So leaks. no one even used anything. They would just leave <laughs> on the inside of it. In the tartan. It's like the underside of a toilet bowl lid. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like a log. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> you get it from your chair. There's nothing. You just sucked it. Engineer Dan, calm down. You got an engineer over there, oh buddy. Take it easy. That was great. I love going to private school. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Emma. kind of takes her mom's advice when JT, of all people, who Mm. we're supposed to like, is, like, teasing her really hard. He makes everybody, like... Because she has a presentation. She has a presentation to make in class. She's standing in the middle, lifting the shorts. JT's Mm -hmm. being a huge butt. A thing that he'll do in the next episode, too. Yep. That I didn't like. And Emma goes, busts out and goes, it's a natural thing. Mm -hmm. I'm having my period. Yep. It's nothing to laugh about. I'm becoming a woman. Like Isn't 50, that right? 50% of the population does it. Yeah, 52. 52. Get it right, oh. Buster Brown. And then she says, Isn't that right, Miss Kwan? <laughs> Miss Kwan goes, Yeah, that's right. How about you do your report? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the place to talk about this. <laughs> Pull your pants up. <laughs> I appreciate you standing up for yourself. This is, okay, this is a point we have to make. And this is a big thing with Degrassi mm-hmm. and why it's like the mindset you have to be in to watch it and get in on it. Kids have no idea how to handle situations like this. No, I would have died. The way that the situation should have been handled immediately is that when they walk to the thing, they go, Ms. Kwan, can we speak to you outside for one second? I had my period for the first time. Uh, Can I please do this tomorrow? You know what I would have done? I would have called, um, gone to the office, called my parents, like, oh, can I get picked up? I'm sick. Yeah, totally. That's it. I have a stomachache. I'm sick. That's it. These kids are fucking dumb. But no, I liked it. Emma was just like, so what? I got my period. Yes. Nothing to be ashamed of. And she learned that from her mother. Yes. If her mother wouldn't have stood up to that nasty Mama man, knows. she just would have like cowered and been really ashamed. Oh God, that's true. Like she instilled that like, we don't have Why to be ashamed Spike? of our bodies. Well, I guess Spike is like, she's successfully raised a, a, a smart, for Emma, so yeah. his daughter, like by herself She had from her high at 13. School. Yeah. Yeah. Emma, yeah. The, by the time Emma was bleeding... Her mom already was pregnant. <laughs> At that note, let's let's break this. No, hold on. Me. And then oh, okay. the best the best part is when so. She says that, and she's very strong. And then Sean looks at her, and he's like really turned oh, on. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah. Gotta give me got, some of that. She can get pregnant now, like you know. I mean, that's what Manny <laughs> said. You can have a baby now. Exactly. And then Sean's eyes rolled in the back of his head and showed dollar signs. He's gonna reflect like his uh his uh fulfill his redneck dreams, you know, get oh, knocked up at like a teenage. A little weird baby, <laughs> baby wearing like denim diapers, yeah. <laughs> riding on a baby motorcycle. A Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> yeah, she just got so much hotter to him. After that. Yeah, I do think part of it has to do with she was brave now. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it was it more than... It was his weird period fetish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... It, it's probably 30% he loves the blood, 70%, oh, wow, this girl's really brave. No, 30% he loves the blood, 60% he loves, oh, she's really brave, and then 10%, 10% I want a baby. <laughs> yes, it's baby <laughs> she crazy. She can get pregnant. I've ever seen one. Um, and then at the end of this, she's like, uh, this is how I know Emma's a smart girl. She has that petition out, mm-hmm. but it's not for a pad machine in the locker in the the bathroom. She, it's for a tampon. Why machine. is that a smart girl? I don't because know. Because tampons about... are better. Oh, can't you get both? But she wasn't advocating for that. 
I feel like you should start with both. And then you go, well, just Yeah, take I guess cam. you shouldn't force anything. That's how I know Emma's one. dumb. Or only <laughs> half smart. Because she should ask for both and then compromise for one. Because yeah. Raj is going to go, no, we're not going to give you a tampon machine. We're going to like give you a bunch of Snickers wrappers or something You know like a lot that. of girls' parents don't let them wear um, tampons because they think it's like losing your virginity. I heard that. I don't know about a lot, but... I think it's like... Um, 80%? No. I think it's more like a... It's kind of like a... Like kind of like an immigrant mentality. Like I, I know I heard that. in my family yeah. that it's like, no, you can't wear like a tampon because it's like. I mean, nobody ever told me that, it'll but like deflower. my girl cousins, it'll deflower used to think you. That. Yeah, oh, interesting. Weird. That is weird. Or like more conservative parents, maybe like any kind of religious or like I could see Christian that. parents. I could see that for sure. Because like you break the hymen sometimes. Would you whisper that? After <laughs> all we've talked about, you whispered broken. And also, you did the thing again where you shoved up. I don't understand what's happening. I don't know why okay, let's break this. And so your much. dad is giving me such angry eyes right now. Out of five stars, I give what's the name of this episode? Coming, uh, of, coming age. of Age. I'm going to give it a solid two and a half. Really? Yeah, it was fine. It was good. Like, I didn't love it. I really liked the Emma stuff, mm-hmm. which I can't believe I'm saying. Uh, Jimmy and Ashley was okay, but like, Overall, coming off of what it was my five-star, five-star gold Degrassi club, mm-hmm. five gold bullets, five magic bullets to that last episode, this was okay. 2.5 bullets. Just for the message and Emma's period yeah. B-plot, I'm going to give this a solid four. Oh, that's good. I can see that. Because I like it. I think if it's I was a good a... message. I think it's strong. I agree. If, I, if I, this related more to me, only one of the two plots related directly to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I got 2.5. I don't care about this woman shit at oh all. Oh my god. I almost pretend it didn't exist. 2.5 to the Jimmy storyline. No. Then there was just nine minutes of nothing. This is why it was the B plot. This is why. Yeah, more in the writer's you. room. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Degrassi Knoll, your one stop shop for all things Degrassi and otherwise. It's rolling down? All right. And we're back. I don't know what we put in between this, but we'll figure it out. Engineer Dan's given me the eyes right now. He knows. He's got a good idea. We're going to talk about episode 10 of season one. Rumors, O-U-R-S, like Fleetwood Mac's rumors. Mm-hmm. That might actually not be No, that. that's not true. They're American. That's true. <laughs> Wrong. Never mind. I don't even know. I just lost uh, all my rumors confidence. Rumors from Adele's song that she did. Rumor well, she's has British. It. No, but it's the same O-U. Okay, yes, yeah. she's British. I guess it's the British you. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is rumors and reputations. Log lines. This is sensitive. We probably should say that. Oh. We probably should rein ourselves in because one of the two storylines is very heavy and we need to approach it delicately, but I really don't want to because I find it so silly at points <laughs> and it's not the one with bugs. No. You would think it's the one with bugs. You think the the thing with bugs would be silly, but it's it's not. It's not as silly as it should be. Let's see. Um. Yeah. What's this logline going to be? We should have written these out. Yeah. Um. I would say, rumors are doomers. I would say, um, uh, I don't know. Gossip is for. Oh yeah, I can make this one about gossip. Like, yeah. Uh, um, save the whales. <laughs> not the what? not the children. <laughs> oh okay, because uh, you know how like yes, how, like um, what Libri says at the end of the yeah, episode. Like, yes, so that has nothing to do about it. Yeah. Save the wills, not the children. Yeah. 
Oh, I'll say oh, it's a song title that's probably there's a band called uh, AJJ that has a song called Lady Liberty is not a whore. Oh wow, that's perfect. Yeah, but it's, I'm so impressed. Yeah, my there's one person listening to this that's gonna say my <laughs> friend my friend Jordan who's not engineer Dan is gonna mark out to that. Wow. So yeah, Lady Liberty is not a whore. So the the real logline is uh, Emma starts a kind of unintentionally starts a nasty rumor that Mr. Armstrong and Liberty are possibly canoodling something yeah. inappropriate is going on. So I felt like when I first started this episode, I like thought about something differently. Like, mm-hmm. you know how we always said that the first two episodes when Emma has that creeper guy prey on her, yeah. they never bring it up again. Yeah. And like technically they don't bring it up again in this episode, yeah. but I can kind of understand her like... Um, well, her impetus to get involved. Yeah, like why she was so Definitely. concerned, which I never thought about before. Definitely. I didn't kind of like put that... Yeah, those a lot two of underwriting together. going on uh-huh. in this. They subjects. never explicitly state like, oh, I've been through this. Yeah. But like she's like very about like, this is wrong, gotta help you out, speak out. Yeah, What's going totally. on? Stop this shit. That's very true. So it starts just when they're, what is it? It's just like Emma and Manny are chill, cold chilling or something. Mm-hmm. Early before school starts. Early before, before school. Class. And they see Mr. Armstrong just giving one-on-one attention to Liberty in a classroom, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong. But then he puts his arm around. There's like a deep grab. He does a deep, he does a DG. He does a deep <laughs> grab, like pats her on the shoulder. And then Emma's like, oh my God, what is this canoodling? So nasty. Very nasty. There's going to be one thing that I'm going to say before. This could completely derail our topic mm-hmm. about something else. I have watched this episode twice in the last six months, just wow. for no reason. And I am sort of very confused, and I think that this is like a weird race thing almost in the show, that for a black girl to be sexually taken advantage of, they needed to cast a black, a black guy to do it, because it's like, it would be too much yeah. if it was a white guy. They're like, no, 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 we can't have anybody thinking about that. This is hmm. 2001. I get you. I know, I, I, yeah. I never thought about that. Right, let's not continue with that thought, but it's like... One of those things where I'm like, Degrassi, you pretty much invented this character for just this plot. Mm-hmm. I know he was in one episode prior. Right. Coaching basketball. Yeah. But I also think it's funny. He's also Ugh. the math teacher. When do you ever get a gym slash math teacher? Oh. <laughs> so um, maybe they felt bad about how they were pigeonholing him. Oh, really? Yeah. I think math also teachers are kind of, I think math teachers are kind of like more stereotypically jockey because I think that. Because they're more male. It, it could be that, but I also think that it has to do with, like, Eng- a lot of people that become English teachers or history teachers are kind of, like, big nerds. Because they're true. like, I like reading books and talking. Yeah. Well, math teachers are like, oh, I wanted to be a teacher, and I chose math as my track because they always need math teachers. Because not a lot the of practical people. Yeah, because, like, go. the really good math people go and they do math. They, like, mm. become bankers or they become, like, Bernie Sanders or whatever the fuck he is. He was a former teacher, was I believe. He? I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm not good at politics. I don't know I spend most of my time paying attention to Canadian teen dramas. <laughs> not so much about politics. <laughs> I do think he was an economist, though. Hmm. Um, so Emma spies this happening, and then she asks Liberty about it, which was probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, she goes to Liberty first, and Liberty's very like, leave me alone. What are you talking about? Don't check like, my email. Back off. Don't check my stuff. And what I love, though, about Liberty is I feel like she's the only one not like scared to stand up to Emma. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone else kind of, like, walks on eggshells. Yeah. Like, even in the last episode, we saw that, like, she got irrationally angry about to Sean. Yeah. And, like, he still goes up to her and apologizes. Like, oh, sorry about talking about astrology. Like, you don't yeah. have to apologize. Just yeah. It's live in your life. It's because Liberty is... Liberty has battle-tested hardness. Yes. Because 
She is just like, she's the smartest kid in the class. She's the most motivated kid in the class. And Emma is sort of her competition, but mm-hmm. she's like a distant fourth place. Right. Why be threatened by Emma? Mm-hmm. I'm the smart one. She has bigger battles to yeah. fry. Well, bigger, <laughs> <laughs> bigger fish to fry, bigger battles yeah. to conquer. Emma's like a little, is like the... In uh, the way, annoying. Emma is the proverbial earwig under her shoe. Oh, earwig. <laughs> Ooh, and I got to say proverbial Ooh. too. Um, so yeah, Liberty like takes a stand. I'm like, yeah, put her in her place. Yeah. Shut up. Get out of my but un- way. But unfortunately, because of what Emma saw earlier, it just reinforces that Liberty is something to hide. Right. So she views it as like, this is defensive. Yeah. But in Liberty, we'll see why she is defensive later on. Yeah. And it, it's only made worse when they're talking outside the school. She and Manny, again, are talking, the thriller, are talking about what she saw. And then she sees Armstrong pass a note to Liberty, which is... I understand knowing knowing where we know the notice for it makes sense, but it is also sort of like two things have happened that are very, very unprofessional for a teacher yeah. to do, which is to covertly sneak a note to a student <laughs> in broad daylight <laughs> and also put his arms around her when no one's around. Yes. Um, and then... Armstrong, you're gross. <laughs> get, away, get out of here, Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, and then also maybe last episode, you know how uh, that creepy guy? Yeah, that, like, I know him. I know him well. Yeah, the, maybe Emma's like even more... Can we talk about that? Like, in what kind of world does Degrassi exist? Like, do they take lessons from one episode to the next? Or they need to be, like... uh, I feel like I always thought no. But now watching it as an adult, I kind of see how they kind of... The underlying... Yeah, yeah. the underlying... How how the characters are affected. Because, like, Mm -hmm. you could see a lot of it with Toby. Because Toby had all those issues with his parents' divorce. And it shows a lot in the last episode how he views Jimmy. Right. How like he's very much like we gotta keep the family together. Exactly. Maybe this is a better written show than we give it credit no, for. No, yeah, in like early giving it this kind of rewatch, I kind of see all these things I didn't before. Yeah, yeah. writing out all of the little notes and talking mm-hmm. about it. Yan Moore, you actually made like you did a pretty okay job. I can see how these experiences shape their personalities. Yes, very well done. Okay, so what ends up happening with this is Emma is talking to Manny about uh, this. I don't even know this this illegal tryst of mm-hmm. sorts. This terrible crime. And it gets around to Terry, who's right there. He's right around the corner. And everybody knows, when Terry knows, everybody's got to know. Yeah. Because Paige, Paige is her knows. friend. And, um, if Terry knows, Paige knows. And if Paige knows, everybody knows. And then Hazel, who is yes. unnamed, we meet for the first time. So Terry tells Paige, and then Paige, Paige goes to Hazel. She um, whatevered her. Side, she, she, sidekicked her. She sidekicked. PDA'd was, her. I guess it would be PDA. Well, this was pre-sidekick, Wasn't I it think. PDA you would actually write it with a stylist? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little te- pre-texting thing. Pre-texting. I don't know what it would be called. But like we get to meet Hazel, who will become a much bigger deal later. She has no lines in this episode. She does. Oh, wait. She does. She says it. That's how. Yeah. And she's kind of like this little gossip queen. Yeah. And she's like hot, and she's putting on her lip gloss on. Yeah, she's very, like, much, she's very much like... She could be Paige's best friend. Exactly. And she becomes Paige's and best friend. And she's like very unapologetic about gossiping. Yeah, she's Hazel. What do I yeah, care? she's having fun. I'm the color of a pretty eye. Yes. <laughs> she wore that shirt in this episode. Oh my God. And so she's she's gossy. She's a gossy jossy, mm-hmm. which is a podcast I mentioned on our first episode that we have to do, the gossy <laughs> jossies. And uh, Sean hears it. And Sean's, Sean talks to, I actually wrote it down. He talks to Spinner. Spinner. And Spinner talks to Jimmy, and he says, and like as it's progressively getting telephone, it gets worse and worse. It gets cruder. It gets cruder. Like Spinner goes, "Yo, Jimmy, uh, Armstrong and that and Liberty are doing it." Doing it. it. And then I love um, uh, Jimmy's email to Ashley when they're in the same yeah. classroom, and it just says Liberty, 
dot Armstrong dot doing, doing it, it dot. Oh, so gross. So yeah. Wait, who was it that said the thing that I laughed at, which was like. Yeah, you know that grade seven Liberty? Oh, that was Terry, I think, to Paige. Yeah, which is funny that she's aware of Liberty. <laughs> that she's like, hey, you know that weird girl named Liberty? <laughs> that for some reason is named Liberty that's like hanging out with Ashley sometimes? Yeah, this happens. This one, the one that's on TV. That was a funny little thing. I think Terry's a, the actress who plays Terry is like kind of funny sometimes. Yeah, and like little Maybe things. unintentionally. Yeah, I found it was funny in this episode, Terry had a wristband on, like she mm. was Stefan Marbury. Really? Like she had on like a basketball player sweatband that they would wipe their foreheads with. Oh, wow. For no reason, even. And pukas. It was the style. Yeah, the, the Degrassi costume seen, closet full you, of puka shell see, necklaces. You grew up in the city, so I don't know if mm-hmm. actual people from the city would do this. Yeah, the wristbands? No, not The guys that. did. Yes, the guys would. But would they do the thing where you have uh, sweatpants and you would roll one knee up? Yeah, one down. Definitely, Stefan Marbury. Definitely, definitely, I was all definitely. About that. Yeah. Except I would do it with uh, one from the top down <laughs> and then the other. So you I could think see like even girls not. did that. Girls solely did that. Yeah, it got me going. That was the thing. Like the song. Um. The song. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's basically it. the rumor spreads, and everyone's talking about it. And then Armstrong has to go to the classroom and he's like, yeah. "What's going on? Nobody's talking to me. Everyone's giving me dirty looks." Oh my god, that was very. Because like he bad. doesn't know anything that's happening. He's the he's the school is ablaze with Armstrong mm-hmm. and he doesn't know any of this. And then JT is the one who like starts laughing. Again. Oh, because he says some kind of like innuendo yeah. to Liberty. Yeah, he's like not meaning to. Yeah, because he's like, uh, we uh, we're doing some sort of math theorem. Like, oh, nobody knows anything. Liberty, I know we we like we talked about we talked this. about it. And JT goes, doy doy doy, I'm JT. <laughs> Adoo, look at my pukas that I have on oh. again. And then it makes everybody laugh, and then Radich comes in with another math teacher. Yeah, and that intimidating stare. Oh, my God. Radich, we've only seen Radich really as, like, a nice guy so far. And he's not being a bad guy now, either. He's but just we, very stern. I could see why um, Emma was afraid to get a tampon from him in the mm-hmm. last episode, because Radich has the thousand-yard Denzel stare. <laughs> he doesn't mess around with that facial hair. He's a, no, he's a man. No, it's very well Yeah. He's um, very manly. So at this point, Liberty also finds out that everybody's been talking about her and she's super upset. Yeah. Emma goes to comfort her. And Emma has no idea that she was the start of the rumor. Yeah. Because she technically like did not tell Terry. Yeah, she didn't mean to, but she just confided in Manny. She so happens like, oh, to who's, who's uh, spreading these rumors? Yeah, she like uh, the big sleeps it. Like, and then she Liberty it. she clarifies that like nothing's happened. Yeah. This is really upsetting. I feel bad for Armstrong. Yeah. Like let's get down to it. Emma's like, I'm gonna take on this challenge and like find out who yeah. did this. And what did she find out? It was her. It was her. And she's hurt by herself, really, which is Emma, again, trying to do things like, which is weird. I don't know why the show punishes her like this so often, <laughs> but it's like she tries to do good things, like with the squeegee kids. Yeah. But she, it's like, clearly, squeegee. She just comes out looking like an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, she just fucking hurt, fucks everybody over. Like, I think this is Degrassi saying, like, look out for yourself. This is a Darwinist <laughs> world. Mind your fucking business. Mind your business. Get the squeegee kids Keep to going. wash and don't even tip them. Nope. Don't even tip them squeegee kids. No, right? That's true. They're just like, Emma, why'd you get involved? Why do you keep doing this? Yeah, no it's really true. And then she ends up telling, she tells Radich and Armstrong when they're all in the room together. Or did she tell or did they tell her to leave? No, they tell her. I think it gets cleared off and we don't see it cleared up. It we gets off We don't see it. Yeah, it's off screen. Yeah, where they go, nothing is happening. I'm tutoring her in this. But mm-hmm. we do get the great Emma and Liberty confrontation in the bathroom, yeah. which I liked a lot. A Me lot too. of things happen in the ba- women's bathroom yeah. in the show. And As in real life. life. Is that true? A lot of bonding. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. I, I thought, like, I know a lot of girls would, like, drunkenly go in. And... Yeah, like, drunken bonding. But, especially, like, like, um, I mean, not really. I don't know. Fights. But I just know, like, let's say you're out with, like, a group of people. Mm-hmm. And you don't might not necessarily know all the girls in the group. Yeah. But if you all go drunkenly to the bathroom together. Well, I'm saying not drunk. Kind of bond. Let's say you're in high school. <laughs> so, really? <laughs> say you're a middle schooler. No, I think I wasn't, like, uh, I'm not a cigarette smoker. Yeah. But, like, that's where, like, all the girls that did smoke cigarettes used to go and chill. Oh. So, maybe for them, a lot of shit went down. Oh, it's interesting. But we, I wasn't really there. <laughs> there was a place across from my, my high school that was just called the island, which was, like, the place that's technically off school grounds. What and was all it? the smoker. It's, like, the end of the parking lot. Oh, I thought it was, like a like, a... Is this some kind of restaurant, like the island? No, no, no. It's like literally an island of like, it's like a patch of grass and concrete that's on the other side of the the front parking lot. And that's where all the kids would go to smoke and Mm. not go to class. And I would always park, when I had my car, I would park next to the island. And stare at them creepily. Like, I want to be one of you. I was friends with a lot of those. I didn't smoke and I don't smoke, but like, I was friends with a lot of those kids. So I would, I'd be like, I'll park there. It's fine. I'll talk to you guys. One time I left my car on all day. In front of the island. Like, I didn't know where my keys were. It's because they were in my ignition. And oh, my car no. been running for six hours. Oh, my God. And I filled it up. During the peak of the gas crisis, everybody. That was a lot of money back then for a kid. I don't understand because I've never driven a car. So, in the peak, we're going to do a history lesson. <laughs> we'll do this history is some lesson. stuff you should know going on right now. Uh, and in 2007, 2008, when I was a senior in high school, there was a big gas shortage for whatever reason. And gas was like $5 a gallon. It was insane. God damn. That's like twice as much as it is now. Yeah, now it's under two. Yeah, now it's under two. It's way more. And I had just gotten my Subaru Forester, and to fill up a tank of gas, it cost $60, which I did not have. So I had to start selling shit to pay for that. Really? Like I sold my Guitar Hero game. I sold a couple guitar, real guitars. So you're like an eBay dealer? Well, to like friends. Oh, I would just okay, be like, okay, okay. One time I found uh, $100 in my friend's car, like <laughs> hidden by that. his parents, and I stole it <laughs> with the full intention to pay it wow. back. And I just, I probably didn't intend to pay it back at any point. That's but I'm hysterical. like, you don't need it. It turned you into a criminal. It did. The econ- This is what happens, guys. The economy makes criminals of us all. Thank you, Obama. Under $2 a gallon. Yeah, thanks, Obama. This is, yeah. But way to go, Obama. Everyone's just happier and nicer now. Thanks, Barry. You get a bad rap. Yeah. Okay, but to go back, back to Emma back and to Liberty. Um, Liberty says, you're part of the logline, which is, Emma, go back to saving rainforests and whales, because you suck. You suck. <laughs> which is harsh words for, mm-hmm. for Liberty, the show, and very pointed, because Emma feels really bad already, but right. it's true. She deserves it. Yeah. Don't talk about it. I mean... How could this have been better handled? I feel like this is the segment we should do, is figure out how would adults handle this? I would have... I mean, I would have probably minded my own business if I see something wrong with Liberty. Yeah. Then I would have like approached her, like if yes. her personality changes. Or, yeah. You can't go off of like two instances in one morning. Yeah, you know? that's very true. Like if, if something had been going on for a week and you keep seeing it, yeah. or you see her getting depressed or like really in love and writing love notes, yeah. you know, oh, I have a boyfriend, but you mm-hmm. can't tell. So I probably would have waited a little bit or yeah. just asked her like straight up, hey, what was that? If that's my friend, I'd be like, why are we hanging out with the teacher? Yeah. Like, that's why really did that teacher point. give you a hug? That was weird. Concurrently. as I guess they're not really close friends. They're kind they're of not. rivals in they a can, way. They have the same friend group because there's only nine They're frenemies. Kids. I would call them frenemies for sure. Yeah. Like Liberty keeps, hangs out with Emma because she likes JT. Exactly. And like, I think Toby and Liberty are probably kind of nerd friends too. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Pokemon. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know anything about Pokemon right now. <laughs> but yeah, I like, 
I can see. I don't even know what we're saying anymore. And then she That's brings so up like the fact, like uh, she's like, oh, and then she her what's it called? Disca dyscalculia. Oh, dyscalculia. Dyscalculia. I, wrote I think it down. that was before she tells her that she sucks. Yeah, she's like, this is why I've been hanging out with Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And she, it's like the op, it's like a dyslexia, dyslexia, but with numbers. That's interesting. I've, I've, I've like I said, that. I've seen this episode multiple times. I forget every time because it seems fake. I always remember that. Like, really? I knew, yeah, I always remember Livery suffering from that. But like, I've never heard that anywhere else besides Degrassi. Yeah. I'm sure it's not fake. That sounds like but. something that you say when people are like, why'd you do so bad on the math test? Dyscalculia. Like, I'm dyscalculia. I can't see numbers. And she's Boy. like really upset about it. She's really ashamed. She's, she wants to be perfect. She wants to be perfect. Um, what and a then, great character she is. She's so interesting. Yeah, she's, uh, what is it that Emma tells you? She's like, you have everything. Like, why are you worried about it? You're like the, one of the smartest people. Yeah. And she's like, you don't understand. I have like, so I much have pressure. Yeah. I have so much, she puts so much pressure on herself. Mm-hmm. And she's a single black female. That's what I was thinking Addicted too. Addicted to retail. When she just, <laughs> Jesus. When she goes to her and she's like, you just don't get it. And she yeah. doesn't elaborate on that. But I think it's that kind of mentality that like, as a minority, you have to do everything like twice as good. It could be You know, that. to yeah. get like, Credit and like to continue oh yeah I definitely achieving I, I definitely think that that is something that we can infer into it mm-hmm. and I would love to give the show that much credit and maybe I should start giving it that much credit I think so because yeah, she just says, she looks I'm at her boy. and she just goes you have no idea you yeah. don't get it and it's not like about her being perfectionist yeah she doesn't say that there's so many she's like get out of here with your stupid causes I have real shit to do there's with. things I was talking I was talking to somebody at my job about this because why do you host a Degrassi podcast mm-hmm. and I said I don't know. <laughs> Something to but do. then I was saying that there's so many things that are like the Degrassi storylines, all of them are so low stakes that, but they have like a lot of subtext to them that yeah. if you had a better show doing it, like if this was a Mad Men episode, mm-hmm. like if Liberty was Don's secretary, Dawn, and it was like, do you remember Dawn? Yeah, I like, remember Dawn. Yeah, one of the two black secretaries yeah. <laughs> in the office. How can you not? <laughs> yeah, and like Dawn was beefing with, um, what's the bubbly secretary? Dawn's bubbly secretary. Oh, I forgot her name. Angela? I, I don't forgot. It doesn't matter. Bubbles. Bubbles. Dawn and Bubbles are beefing. You're like, oh, this is an interesting thing with wi- with like women and like uh, gender politics and like racial politics. Yeah, there's so many layers you to can, it. Yeah, you could literally take the skeleton of this and put it on a better show and you'd be like, oh, this works. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe why these first seasons of Degrassi are considered like, by Degrassi purists, which I don't even know if we are. Are I considered am. really, well, okay, you are. <laughs> but you see, that's the thing. You are purists from this point. I got, get really into it like six seasons down the line. That's true. Like, we're very much on opposite spectrum. Yeah, I, yeah. You're in Degrassi when it goes there. I'm very much like Degrassi. Just I love like this live in the silly, everyday. I love when characters drive uh, drive hearses around. I like the scandal. You love the scandal. I love the like the, the almost absurdity of like the parody it becomes later <laughs> like on. Like earwigs in the cafeteria. Yeah, okay, let's get to that then. The B-plot. Good mm-hmm. start. That's, a th- that's like a plot for future Degrassi is Spinner... For some reason, acting a fool, acting a fool, (laughs) hating the calf. I guess for good reason. I mean, he found a bug in his food, and he said he saw them earlier. Also, that's Mm -hmm. what happens. He finds an earwig in his squash. No one believes him. They go, "Spinner, you cry wolf, bro." He's never taken seriously because he's like the silly class clown. His goddamn nickname is Spinner, Spinner. based upon his ADHD tantrums. Yeah, and I think it kind of like upsets him that he's not like his his opinion. His word is is not taken. His word is shit, pretty much, and around Degrassi, which hurts. 
I would I'd be hurt by that honestly. And he also has this like insane hatred to the calf, he even before it. he sees the bug in his food. Like yeah. he like starts making jokes about like the nasty food. He's like yeah. he's like, oh, do you have to flush the toilet twice to get this in the, in yeah. the cafeteria? Yeah, it's like uh, insulting he's the anta- woman to her face. Yeah. He's just antagonizes the lunch lady. Yeah, which is which becomes funny and good foreshadowing later. Mm-hmm. But he finds a, a earwig in a squash mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, everybody, I found a bug. He goes to talk to the lunch lady. She goes, what are you, what you talking about, Spinner? You say what you talking about, day. Spinner? You say crap every day. And then he goes to Mrs. Oh, she goes, where is it? And he goes, it's over there. <laughs> Someone steps on it. Yeah, I mean, but also like what teacher would say like, show me. Where, show me. Especially if it like flies off and like yeah. you knock it out. Maybe if two episodes ago, I'll say each episode. Let's say each episode is a week. Mm-hmm. We should figure out like a timetable. Two weeks ago, this guy flashed the entire school. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you don't believe him when he says don't something like anything. this. Did he get into trouble the week before? Not really. No. Uh, with the flashing, it was just that he had to go take his medication. Remember? Yeah, but, and in front of the teacher. But reputation stays. Exactly. They we know that. And they, they don't also know. don't necessarily know he's ADHD. No. And that he, he was has, off his meds. Yeah, people just go, Your name's Spinner because you're like he's like Taz. You're he's crazy. like Tasmanian devil, kinda. Um, so he comes up with this plan to yeah. like defeat the calf. Yeah. He's like, why is this here? I don't understand why he just doesn't start like bringing his own food, which he does do. Yeah. But I'm just like, why are you interfering with other kids? Why are you lunch? screaming boycott the calf? If yeah. all these kids are totally cool with it. And also like their parents probably work. They don't have time to make them all these lunches. Yeah. He's making it harder on everyone's business. Yeah. He's being, he's kind of being selfish. an Emma. Like he's being sort of like Emma, but misguided. Yeah. You're like he's Emma for selfish reasons instead of Emma for altruistic reasons. <laughs> Still the same result. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, pretty much as with everybody, as with bugs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is uh this is to show how how stupid Spinner is. And maybe why this whole plan doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like his whole hatred of the calf is that Spinner's like, "Oh, uh, Jimmy, I got look at all these bugs. I I spent all night collecting hours. These, I spent hours either before school or after school collecting bugs oh. to put in someone's food which is kind of the saddest it's kind of sadder than jimmy's life that oh, spinner no. has parents that either are not there or are just okay with their kid digging in the dirt digging in the dirt and putting bugs in the little know tin. where earwigs like live where do they nest uh, they're like in i remember when i went to summer camp there were earwigs everywhere mm. but they were around like wood chips and stuff oh. so he would have to go into the forest so into the woods and just get bugs and put yeah, them yeah in like uh toronto big city toronto yeah he's, he's, he's like in the they're, they're not in like major city toronto they're like like in the outskirts of Toronto, like the Queens of Toronto is where I think they live. I mean, I've been to Degrassi Street well, and right. it's in the city, but I guess they live in the Queens. Yeah. Like if you see their houses, they're, mm-hmm. they're on like neighborhoods. Their homes. Yeah. Their homes and stuff. So he like, what do you fight fire with fire? Like yeah. he like brings in more earwigs yeah. to like defeat the cat. Yeah, he's like, Jimmy, they, yeah, no one will believe me, <laughs> but maybe other people. It's almost like a thing that like Homer Simpson would say. Totally. <laughs> this is not Spinner's best moment. And then when he does go about his plan while complimenting Ashley and them having a pretty sexy stare down with each other <laughs> with her and those sweet blue eyes that she oh has. Oh my God. Her eyes are great. They're beautiful. She's got blue chip blue eyes. Yeah. Way better than her character. They're gorgeous. <laughs> uh, he just dumps a whole bunch of bugs in her food. And then Jimmy, being bad friend. I know. Yeah. He rats him out. He's just like, what'd you just do to Ashley? Like, why'd you have to throw that in her food? Bro, and you did like, to Ashley? He's like, of course, because like they'll believe her. They won't believe me. And then yeah. she... 
They're not even trying to hide it. She yeah. hears it, and then she calls him out on the box. I'm like, Spinner, what do you have here? Yeah, Spinner, what the hell did you do? She calls him out on the box, and out of the box, she's just like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> this plan was so poorly thought out. <laughs> Typically, if you're going to do some sort of, like, subterfuge, or however you pronounce that word, some sort of spy shit, mm-hmm. you do it to somebody who's not expecting it, not to someone directly in front of you. I blame Jimmy for all of this mess. It is Jimmy kind of being a bad friend, especially after Spinner covered for him with the Ritalin. I know. Two he weeks didn't rat ago. him out. No, he's like... That's a much bigger deal, too. But but in the end, what Spinner does is for the greater good. Yes. Because um, they, they did actually have an infestation. Yeah. And they had to get people to come in and, like, exterminators and clean yeah. it out. He had to do kind of community service and pay off the $300 for the exterminators yeah. by now working in the cafe for two months. Yeah. But in the end, he got what he wanted, a clean cafeteria. It was better for the students. Yeah. So he kind of wins. In an insane way. We've been talking about this. Emma goes into her thing with like great intentions, mm-hmm. hurts everybody. Hurts everyone. Spinner goes into this with terrible, selfish, selfish intentions, helps everybody. Everybody wins. Yeah. Clean food. This is like the fountain. Sanitation. Head. This is totally <laughs> so deep. This is very much an Ayn Rand sort of written <laughs> episode. Oh, and what I my last note that I thought was sort of silly and like I don't know if this is even worth talking about. Mm. Is that the Spinner's punishment of having to spend after school cleaning the calf interfere with his no after school activities allowed <laughs> that he was given two weeks ago? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I forgot. Like, that's a pretty They're going to big... put him to work, though. Yeah. No fun. That's what they meant. I guess that's... after school activities, like, no dancing in front yeah, of Yeah, no school. dancing, no shaking your ass. That's it. For that's all he wants to do. He doesn't want to do pottery or art class or, or anything. Or uh, cleaning the dirty athlete towels. But he, remember, he's that's like what the he team wanted manager. to do. He wanted to clean. Chill with Jimmy some more. Chill, I guess that makes sense. And then what ends up happening is Spinner has to work in the calf. Mm-hmm. In case we didn't say that already. Right. All right. Let's. Do uh, you have any more thoughts about this, or should we get to some crankins? Yeah, let's get to rankins. <laughs> Because they ask you to call them crankings, please. Crankings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, only one other thing I noticed has nothing to do with anything. Emma had a really cute picture of Manny in her locker. She did. It oh, can we sweet. do the fashion breakdown a little bit? Oh, yeah. Because I, I wrote down two. I wrote down a bunch. Something that Spinner's wearing in 10 and rumors and... That's how we should just finish the show is with fashion the fashion breakdown. Because there's not really a place to talk about it unless it's at the top or at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So Spinner's wearing an awesome dragon sweatshirt yeah. at one point, which is a thing that I had nine of. I oh wore dragon sweatshirts or dragon t-shirts or even dragon Hawaiian shirts all the time. And it has like Asian characters all yeah. running down the side. Yeah, running down the arms. The and arms. it's like a dragon with like a yin-yang in mm-hmm. the middle. That was like really hot back in the day for guys, right? It was. It was huge. I, it was, I don't exactly even know why, but like there was like a resurgence almost of like Asian culture among <laughs> white suburban boys. I think because I could be going deep in this, but do you know what Toonami is? No. Toonami was a thing on Cartoon Network. Back in the, it's still around as part of like Adult Swim now, uh-huh. but it was a thing where they would have anime from those very popular in Japan, like Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon yeah. and other shows, and port it to, for an American audience. Oh. And everyone I knew watched anime, and dragons are a huge part of anime. So it's it was part like of a Asian block, like an, like an anime block. Yes, because a lot of those shirts that I would wear had dragons and Dragon Ball Z characters on it. That had to be it? That's got to be it. 2001 was peak Dragon Ball Z time. Oh, so relevant to Gracie. Yes. You want to talk about... I know it's Paige, crimp, Paige had crimped hair. Yeah, she's had these for like... The, the crimped hair's been there for like the last couple episodes. Yeah. Last week too. And then her, her shades, She had her two fur. different kinds of shades. 
um, the blue shades, and then her. They were like auburn tint. They were like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the same kind, but they were auburn. And it then was a she weird always look. accessorizes like her little pay, things in her. Pay, oh, the butterfly clips that Emma's mom was wearing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. Something else I noticed. To describe, to use another Kanye West line to describe Paige. Paige does everything. Uh, I don't know. I don't actually, segue into this. Just buy any jeans necessary. Oh yes. <laughs> is, yes. Is, is, is Paige's? <laughs> also, Hazel had some very low low cut shirt, a very high cut shirt uh-huh. and low cut pants. Oh, that like her was whole such a yeah. No. Oh my god. When I was at that age, like the lower the better. That's what like, I say too. It was insane. <laughs> It was like I had the lowest, lowest cut jeans. That was amazing. They were, it was it was Britney Spears impact. Yeah, I know. It was the best time the for high school. The ultimate hip huggers. You to, always saw like ass crack. We had like all, the lace up. Yeah. But that only laced up like an inch because that's how low yeah. the pants were. I, I ever distinctly remember being in middle school and high school and any time a girl ever stood up to like go to the board, she had to like pretty much dance her way constantly, up the chair. Constantly pulling up your pants. It was great. You guys should have like embraced suspenders. I think that could have been really hot for t- No, a we didn't man. care. We were like It's what it was. Yeah, it's what it was. We weren't worried. We were just like I have so many Especially when everyone's wearing them. Like at that point, That's like true. no one no one had like high waisted jeans at all. Yeah. Just like moms. I remember just checking for whale tail constantly. Back then. Whale tail. Whale tail is just when like the a thong. chick's thong is sticking yeah. out the back. And me and my boys would give we go daps. We got some WT. <laughs> that never actually we never dapped oh about it, God. but everybody was checking for it. We would talk about it later. I still check for it. Like, as, as a grown man who can have sex one time a month if I want to, <laughs> I still am, like, programmed to be like, oh, man, you gotta get, I'm hoping she gets up soon so I can check. <laughs> Life is miserable. I've never heard of Whale Tale before. There's a porn called Whale Tale that I would search specifically on LimeWire or Torrents because it would be, like, specifically real? that. Yeah, 100%. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was, like, I would see it all day during school, and then I'd be like, Let's find some. What's the J to this? Hold on. So the porn is actually about a, like the is actually about like the thong. That's showing? how it starts. It's like oh, it, she always wow. walks like that, and then they bone down. Wow, I'm like really interested now. I had know so much more about porn than I do Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> it's a miserable. This is life. all thanks to Britney Spears, my goddess. I mean, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I I still think that yeah, she has to be counted. But like people told her what to do. Her team, but she was an innovator. I guess she it, had to approve it. I guess that's true. That's a good way to put it. Spice Girls didn't wear the low rise. But that was years before. That, that was, was like slightly t- before. Like, Britney came out like 99. Yeah. Spice Girls were like dying out like 96. Why doesn't anybody care about Spice Girls anymore? Whenever people do karaoke, there's like 12 Britney Spears songs sung and no Spice Girls songs. Maybe in the UK? Oh, good point. <laughs> They're not from here? <laughs> but they were huge here. They, they were, were huge, like, they yeah. were the Lady Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a poo. Did you take Pook account? Uh, no, I didn't. I oh. leave that job up to you. Okay, Pook account. We have two for JT in the same episode in, wow. in Rumor Has Two different styles. In Rumor Reputation. Two different Pukas. Wow. We have Ashley with Pukas. Mm-hmm. We have Liberty with Pukas. And then in uh, episode nine, we have Ashley with Pukas and Toby with Pukas. No, Ashley's mom. She didn't wear them this time. No, Ashley's mom had a thing that... Oh, uh, Emma's mom had a thing that looked like Pukas. Like a very tight necklace, but it wasn't actually Pukas. It wasn't Pukas. a Puka. It was Pukas adjacent. Hmm. It's Puka Jace. I wonder, I'm like really curious to see when this stops. The puka stops. Yeah. I know that. It's uh, an important moment in time. When it's that, a couple like, years. It's dies. a couple seasons later. Because I remember watching an episode that had characters that haven't even been introduced yet. And they still had it. And they had, it was a, yeah, there were two characters with pukas in the same scene. Wow. Talking to each other. That's how I knew to start paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to these crankins. All right. The engineer Dan's giving us the cut sign. 
So I will give this um, 2.5. Yeah, I'm going to give this... It's forgettable for me. I really don't like that. I think this would have been a much better episode if they had just made... It just not had a B-plot with the, yeah. with the bugs. Because this is like a heavy subject, and it's a very interesting subject that mm-hmm. could have been explored more. And I think that it kind of... Like, why would we not want to hear about this instead of hear about Spinner putting bugs in food? Yeah, and I mean, that doesn't affect anything, Spinner's no, plot. it doesn't. I guess it's to set up Spinner. But we already know cat. he's a joke. Yeah, we already know. <laughs> yeah. It's, we already know nobody respects Shane him. Kipps. Maybe they're just like... It's useless. They really like Shane Kipple and they want him to shine. Yeah. Uh, so I guess if I'm going to give it, I give it like... We're only doing... We're do- we also have to start calling these magic bullets, I think, because magic this is bullets? Degrassi Knoll. And that was... How would oh. you know it? Are you watching 1122 by any chance? No. What's it's pretty that? good. It's the Stephen King thing about it's time travel about Oh, okay. JFK. I've heard of it. I heard of it. I haven't seen it though. It's pretty decent. Yeah. I give that four magic bullets. Magic uh-huh. bullet is what they call the bullet that killed Kennedy because it like defied physics. I know so physics. many more like Kennedy death things after this podcast. So far it seems nothing. like you know two things. <laughs> two things. <laughs> you know That's about more the than I knew before. I just knew he died before. <laughs> his, yeah. Yeah. His, have you ever seen the video? Yeah. They showed it in class. Dis- what? Yeah. You can't see a guy's head explode yeah, in class. in high school. Oh, well, maybe maybe in high school. I, I think they gave us like a warning, like if you're uncomfortable, turn I, away. I remember uh, I was trying to write a script about... Uh, it means a teacher had it on tape. That's kind of weird. Your teacher was like... Because like, we didn't have the internet back then. You were watching like, the Zabruder film. You know, we did, film. but not like... You probably were watching the Zabruder film, Ugh. which is like the, the video of that. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember, not that I remember, because I wouldn't be born for another 30 years, <laughs> 40 years, Jackie Kennedy uh, just covered in yeah. his blood. Ugh. What a gruesome thing. That's crazy. Could you imagine if that happened now? That'd be insane. We would have to do a podcast just to- Just for that. Can you imagine if, okay, we're going so far, but we got to get this out here. Mm-hmm. If JFK, if like podcasts were around back then, the serial that like covered the JFK assassination in real time. Yeah. Or like- Everyone would be talking about like no, that's true. Everyone was talking about that with no social media or like multiple types of print media. Mm-hmm. There was like four channels. Four and channels. It was all people would talk about. Right. Nobody would ever get over it. It's a different time. It's a different time. All right, I give this two stars. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would give it two. Also, I'm gonna lower mine. Bump it down. Bump it two down. magic bullets. Two magic bullets. Four rumors and reputations. And again, I get, I'm changing it up again. I give it two stars because of the plot involving the boys. Don't care about this girl shit. <laughs> Changed my mind. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're good. Uh, thanks for listening again, guys. Uh, special thanks again to my good friend Elliot, also known as Man Bun, for giving us his music to use. Thanks to engineer Dan for putting up with us. Uh, thanks for Manhattan Edit Workshop for letting us use their mics and all their stuff. Follow us at Degrassi Null Everything. This is 2016. You know how to find things. <laughs> Google. It, it's ludicrous that you, if you don't, I don't have to do all of it. They, uh, thanks to both, I'm going to thank myself and Paloma for showing up <laughs> on this lovely day. Give us each equal daps. Yes. You want to thank anybody, Paloma? No. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hate you all. <laughs>